Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in high fidelity. You know the day destroys the night, night divides the day. with such a wonderful, awesome Tuesday. It is all Halloween and we are seeing costumes everywhere. It is the veil that's so thin this day and evening and we are right in the middle of it. So I want to say hello to everybody out there, all my chatters, and so glad you're here with me and all our callers and listeners. If you don't know who or where you are, I'm going to tell you. You are at Bonnie Albers On Air Radio Show, and I am your hostess, my with the mostest, my virtual costume, so you all can get this. I go as Mrs. Vampire. I virtually have a long black wig with a long black dress and big red blood-filled lips. And I'm just got those long red nails. Now, if anybody sees me today on Skype, you know it's a virtual costume. Anyway, I want to say hello to our fabulous guests that we have. And yes, I said guests. They are a husband and wife team, James and Cynthia McNabb. Before I put them on, I just want to tell you what they do. James is a shaman. He's an author. 
He's all exorcist of spirit and he does paranormal work. He's a psychic medium as well as his wife, Cynthia. They are an amazing team. They do a lot of great work for all us light workers around the world and beyond. And I am so excited to have them on all Halloween. So please help me welcome James and Cynthia McNabb to the house. Hi. Hi, Bob. Hi, guys. Hi, Bob. <laughs> Hello. Hi. It is Halloween, guys. You picked this day to come on. It's Halloween, so happy Halloween. <laughs> happy Halloween. This is fabulous. I know. And happy also. I can't hear. Absolutely, James. That's what we're going to talk about. Yeah, because I'd rather talk about the saints than the sinners, actually, wouldn't you? Or or the opposite. But now nah, we're going to talk about <laughs> we're going to talk about them all, the saints and the sinners. But uh, and James, you you deal with and and Cynthia, you deal with all that, don't you? Yeah, we deal with an awful lot of negative entities of many different shapes and sizes and designs and. It's hard to believe there are so many different types, but like the Harry Potter show showed a lot of reality in the fact that there is a variety of nasty things out there. Well, you know what? I always said before we get into this, but I always said you were the MIB of, an, of my life because I look at you and you know how we all feel and, and see and, and, and bring through things. The minute I look at you and Cynthia, I told you the last time you were on the show, all I see is men and women in black, MIB, going around seeing the things that 99.9% .9 of the people on the earth plane here don't see. So I love that. Maybe not 99.9, .9, but maybe 98.6 or something like that, which is our temperature. <laughs> but... Uh, I am so excited to have you today because there's a subject I'd like to talk about. But before we do, I want to hear what you feel about Halloween and why they say the veil is thinner on this day. Well, you know, All Saints Day comes exactly before the Halloween. So last night was Devil's Night, which is a replacement to All Saints Day. As this wow. society, the society we live in does a lot of things inside out or backward. And this is one of the things that is inside out and backward because the original tradition for this time of year was to have the shaman in your Celtic village parade through the village with his magical staff and his angelic squad of light workers. Even in the ancient time, there were light workers. Yay! And the shaman, the shaman would remove all the negative spirits that had come to that village during the summer, during the winter. And we start off with a parade through the village and doing an exorcism on each and every home that may have 
some type of negative entity attached to it and get the whole village cleaned up so that we can wow. have an all saint state with no evil attached. Wow. Something, something our churches have permitted us to lose contact with. And the churches permit us to celebrate the evil side. Everybody thinks it's a joke. It's no joke. The evil things that we try to emulate are really destroying our culture and our souls. Wow. Yeah. Well, you know, I'd I would much rather, you know me, and you know how I always deal in the light. So I, I love that we could concentrate on All Souls Day. But there's some questions I have, and I know that you can't know the light without the dark. I mean, I've been told that, that unless you really know that there's two sides to, you know, yin and yang, you've got a dark and a light, you've got the sun and the moon, you've got night and, and, and day, and where I'm going to say the energies is challenging, because I, I, that's how I look at it. I, I love that you are there to fight all the ones we don't want to get a hold of, look at, or see. But I, what I wanted to, and that's why they need people like you, James and Cynthia, because you're willing to do that. I wanted everybody to know what you do, because we'll give where they can get a hold of you. I know that a lot of people deal in this and have things that they they would like to talk to you about and. And, and you do do this for a living. You clear houses, you clear energies, you clear all that. But what I wanted to ask you today, being that it's all Halloween day and people dress up and, and the veil is thinner, we, do you feel when, when somebody passes, meaning that they drop their meat suit or drop their vegetable suit, as people say meat suit, I like vegetable suit, and they move on, do you feel there's any type of soul that would not know that they passed on? And why would that be? Because we just did a show on it yesterday, and, and I wanted to bring it through until November 1st. So today would be the last day I'm going to ask. But how do you feel about souls? Do you believe that souls can get stuck? Do you believe everybody passes, you know, into that tunnel? What do you feel? And if you do feel that souls do get stuck, why? Well, if you got into the tunnel of light, there's sort of a magnetism that would draw you to pass through yeah. the tunnel. So you, you, but not everybody has that opportunity. Not everybody is conscious that they have a choice after death especially if you've been raised in the society that we live in, because all the Christian churches, and I'm not sure about the other ones that aren't necessarily Christian, but all the Christian churches teach you that if you have some type of naughty sin on your soul when you die, then St. Peter is going to meet you at the heavenly gates and send you to hell for eternity. So when people yeah, well, I don't go for that. Go ahead. Yeah, so when, when people die, and this is what their church leaders have taught them, they're confused. Yeah. They're confused but because what they if, find themselves 
they find themselves that their body has been preserved and stuck in a casket, or their body has been burnt and the ashes are in an urn. Either way, that body continues to have form. And as long as the body has form, the soul has the opportunity to stay on earth. And wow. the Egyptians so knew this. The Egyptian people knew this, and they actually intentionally preserved their bodies so they could stay on earth and communicate with their families after death. And it's called the Ka, K-A, is, is what they refer to it as. And Wow. Um, yeah, and actually, I was taking some classes recently, and I was told that I needed to be careful what it is that I'm thinking and feeling because at night when you're asleep, your cuff will go out and do things for you and will um, seek retribution or even revenge on uh, people that you are not feeling too excited about or you have something against. So um, anyway, it's more complicated than what we've been taught, and it's definitely yeah. more detailed. Yeah. But, you know, I so, always but, feel God. Go ahead. No, I was going to say that in terms of your question, not only do you have those that were confused in terms of religious ideologies and limitations, but you also have those that don't know that they've died, those that are angry and don't want to leave the planet, like Native American communities that my husband has encountered and has had to help go into the light. So Well, that's um, what I was Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. That's what I was going to No, no, that's what I was going to ask Cynthia. There is a name for mediums that cross people that cross souls over. And my do you know what that is? I was yesterday I think uh, Jerry told us and it was, it was something about rescue mediums. That's what it was, it was called, rescue medium. They're rescuing that soul to be able to uh, make them see there are people in the light that love them and want them and to don't be afraid to uh, to look up and, 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 and go. Is, and how, what I don't understand, because I always felt that when you pass your body, that you are all knowing. So you would know that that light is up there and that everybody wants you, including your angels. And gosh, only knows how many eons of people, souls that you've encountered in all of your lifetime. So how is that possible that people don't know they've passed? I can give you one experience that I know of um, that's personal in that um, we had a friend who passed over who was on drugs and didn't realize any longer what reality was and took a long time to realize that um, he was on the other side. So, I mean, there are 
there I guess there are as many reasons for knowing and not knowing as there are people on the planet in their own individual worlds and realities. Um, but it's never the same for two people. Yeah, it, well, it's really I... quite interesting because uh, if you don't know you passed, you don't know what to do. Right. There's so many religions don't give anybody any insight at all as to what they should do after death. <clears throat> so they just allow you to wander aimlessly. And it's like, how can you consider yourself to be holy mm. when you don't give your people the kind of direction that is too simple to just plain say, hey, look into the light and go there. And people are afraid that they will be condemned to hell for some action they had done on earth. And, you know, if you've been a parent, there's an awful lot that your child might do that is naughty that you would certainly not condemn them to hell for eternity for having done that. You're right. God feels <laughs> yeah. God feels whatever you and I might have done does not deserve anything in the sense of the concept of hell because he realizes we need to grow up in our soul's consciousness and make the choice to live in a love zone. You know, Jesus and Buddha and Muhammad all came here to teach people about love. Not a one of them had the intention of creating a religion. Absolutely. Well, and I, I put Moses in there. I got to throw Moses in there because Moses was, <laughs> Moses in the Jewish religion was, you know, you know, even though Je Jesus was Jewish and didn't die in other religion, like you said, I, I, I got to throw Moses in there with them. So. <laughs> well, Moses was actually a great, great uncle of Jesus. Absolutely. The brother of Moses, Aaron. The brother of Moses, Aaron, was the great-great-grandfather of Mary, the mother of Jesus. So as they were magicians, or technically they were high priests, then all of their family yeah. would be high priests, including That's the mother right. of Jesus and Jesus himself were all high priests, taught how to do magic, and taught how love survives and love is more powerful than the darkness. Absolutely. And that's, that's absolutely. I, that's what I, I always say. Love, con you know, when they use that expression, love conquers all. Really, that's what we're here in soul to learn. Why we keep having to come back. Why, why you might have to come back eons of times, but somebody like a Jesus or somebody like Moses don't because they, their souls already got it so it's really interesting um somebody said i think i keep telling everybody maybe i'll now after i say this i'll have to come back 38 more lifetimes but somebody said i have 37 more lifetimes before i can actually even choose not to come back so i i, I know i'll learn and i know i each time i evolve and i love that for everyone love does conquer all if we let it right as as we are ready to move to the next dimension, which is actually already started, 
It's the fifth dimension. And we have an yeah. opportunity now to incorporate the five chakras, the root chakra, the sex chakra, the emotional chakra, the heart chakra, and the number five chakra is the throat. So now we can express the love that comes from the heart chakra. I love that, James. People don't realize what we're on earth for. The way our media and our our corporate world has taken us, people think they're here to earn money to pay their bills. And they can't seem to get past that. Even the churches don't have the attendance that they have had in the past. The people are walking away from many of the churches and it's difficult for people to take time for prayer because they don't believe in it anymore, especially with some of the nasty things that the churches have been found guilty of. We need to find that that spirituality within ourselves and make up the difference human race that our churches aren't performing. I, you know, I know it's coming. We've, we've made such strides. It's really interesting because somebody showed me in the last era, the Piscean era, everyone was all about religion and structure. Now the, the, the before the Piscean age, it was Capricorn. It was all about earth and making, you know, and, and tilling the earth. And now we're at the Aquarian age. It's all about forward thinking. So I love that we go through 2000 and something years of this. And because it's all about the thinking and, and, and Aquarius, I always feel is water and air, even though people say it's air, because I always see that one foot in the water, which is about emotions. I hope within the next 2,800 and something years, we have learned and we are, our thinking has, has taken us to that fifth uh, dimension and further. So I think that's fabulous. I do want to get to the phone lines because I know I've got a lot of people who want to speak to you, James and Cynthia. But let me ask you a question. What do you, what, I asked this yesterday. Uh, first of all, what, I know you do paranormal work. What was your most memorable paranormal experience that you had? Oh, okay. Yeah, there was a um, case where one of my husband's friends, who is also a psychic medium, was extremely distressed, called him in and said, I have a newborn granddaughter, and she looks at me not like a baby, but like something else and there's this evil devious look in her face wow ever since since she was born there's paranormal activity all over the house her baby brother is afraid of her she projectile (sighs) vomit and and there's no peace in my daughter's home. Can you come over and help? So we went and looked at the house. There were vortexes open. My husband does things like puts barriers all over so that whatever is there 
cannot escape and come back. Um, we look for vortexes and all kinds of entrances. And um, the house was clean. We leave. We get a call. Things are still going on. We're wondering, well, how can that be? So we scan the house. We don't see any more vortexes. And um, I thought to myself, well, since it started with the baby, let's look at the baby. So we went into prayer. We used dowsing rods and pendulums and asked for the baby to come forth. We asked the baby if there was more than one soul in the body, and the baby said yes. We asked the wow. baby if, if the baby wanted the soul there. She said no. And so James was able to go in. He found two souls in there besides hers. Um, removed them with a silver cord, the angels, took them to the abyss. A half hour later, we got a call that the little brother was now hugging and kissing the little girl. The, her eyes Aww. had changed to looking like a baby. And then the reports after that, no more paranormal activity in the house. So it seems as though <gasps> not only the entities that were in the baby, they were drawing these things in, but she was almost, you would say, a gateway or a conduit for entities entering the home through her, through her body. So wow. we did the necessary work with her and and uh, now their days are normal. So how's that one for uh, I am so happy you told us. You have me mesmerized. And then the next thing I'm going to say, because I'm going to pick up a caller, is do you feel anything in my house? I just don't want that. I, You know, I have had enough paranormal activity here. But I am so so blessed that I know you guys and anybody listening knows I, I have called on James and Cynthia before and I am just so happy that there are souls, individuals, three, uh, we call the, uh, your, uh, the world of forms, the people like you are here. We need you. You are desperately wanted and keep fighting that good fight. Now I'm going to ask you before I pick up the next caller, uh, do you feel anything in this house? Yeah, Bonnie, is there a large tree right close to the house? Because I'm getting yeah. a sense of a large tree close to the house. Okay. Yeah, in the back. How old, is, how old would you guess this tree is? Oh, my gosh. I don't know, because I moved in 17 years ago, and it was still big. So, I mean, it was huge. So, I would imagine it's got to be a couple hundred years old. Maybe well, not. I'm I don't thinking, know. I, I, well, I'm feeling it's old enough that somebody has been hanged on that tree. Ah! There's, there's, there's a man. There's a man at, let's say, uh, your house and the tree. Your house is at three o'clock on the tree where the man is hanging from a branch at the nine o'clock stage on the tree. 
If, if, if they're okay, pretty close to your house, it'd be 3 o'clock. The exact okay. opposite side of that would be 9 o'clock. And that's where there's a soul that's been hanging there for a very, very long time. He's got. A, he's wearing a pair of like uh, Levi's, but there's a button strap that goes from the back left to the front right. That's holding his pants. Okay. Up. Can you get him down there, or can you cross him over? I don't want him here. <laughs> well, he can't do anything. He's stuck there. Well, I can get him. Yes, I'll take care of that right now. In fact. Okay. As I cut him down, Tell he goes into a kind of a stock stage, and, and I'm, I carried him in my arms and handed him off to an angel Aww. who's taking him into the light now. Ah, oh, thank you. Yes. Yeah, your house should be a little bit um, calmer than it has been. Because he's, thank he's been you. Radiating yeah, he's been radiating a negative vibration. Oh, thank you, James. Oh, my gosh. Are you picking anything else up before we move to a caller and they, they want to hang me? So do you have feel anything else? Because I need calm in this house. <laughs> yeah, no, the house, is, the house is calming. And uh, with doing some prayer and some meditation, you will change the vibration of the house. Great. I need you, James. Don't go anywhere. Go ahead. Okay. Are we doing a caller? Oh, I, I thought you were still talking. You're going in and out. That's why I sometimes I can hear you and sometimes I can't. So, yes, I am going to pick oh. up the next caller who's been waiting. So, my house is good, right, James and Cynthia? Yes, absolutely. Yes. You will, Feels good. You will enjoy it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. So now you see on air or feel on air how James and Cynthia work. I love it. And this for them was, was you just, this is a blessing for me, guys. So 719, you are on with James and Cynthia. Hi. Hello. It's still morning here, but I think it's afternoon where you're at. So howdy. <laughs> this is Kelly. Hey. Good morning. Hi, Kelly. Good morning. Kelly, I'm, ha well, I'm hmm. handing you over to the best shaman, exorcist, and mediums here. So, well, maybe not. I got to add myself there, too. But, I mean, you know, you're going to be speaking to the, the top of the top, fifth dimension stuff. Uh, actually, 11th dimension, they tell me. So, okay, go for it. Well, it's ironic that, that they just did that cleansing there because that's exactly why I called in because I think we have some stuff on our property. Um, we have a house, garage, and, and three lots, and we have animals and stuff. But there's, it, it, I don't think it's really old stuff maybe, but I think there's some newer stuff because we've had people give us stuff. And my concern is it's like once upon a time, a long time ago, we had a, I had purchased a, a sewing machine, a travel sewing machine that had an entity attached to it. So I know the stuff can attach to things. And I'm just wondering if that's what's going on with our house and land right now. If we have stuff on it that people have given us that have had things come in or what exactly is going on with us. Yeah. Um, we would need um, 
to look at it, we would need an address. And I don't know if that's something you want to give over the air. Um, I don't mind. I I live out in Wyoming, so it's like, yeah, we're extremely remote. It's like it's called 413 Lewis Avenue. You can't even send mail to her. Lewis Avenue in Wyoming. Um, Rock Rock River, Wyoming. It's called Rock River, Wyoming. We're in the southeast okay. southeast corner. It's a really tiny town. The last census, I think we had less than 250 people. They classify us as a ghost town, actually, because they don't think <laughs> that there's really people here. It's like when we go, no, I'm serious. It's like when, when we go to try to order stuff offline, it's like they'll ask us several times. It's like, well, do you, you know, where are you at? It's like, you know, we can't find you on Google Maps. We can't find you anywhere. It's like we're not in the addresses. We, but we do have a zip code. We have a post office. And everybody in the town is required to have a post office box because they don't do delivery to the town. I mean, they All just right, they, do, gonna, they deliver to the post office, right? Give give us one moment. Is one there moment. a is there an old style wooden fence around your place? Yes, there is. It's on the north side, and then there's this uh, obscene thing that this guy. Well, th- there's a story with that. There, there's a, a newer tall wooden fence um, because my dad had was going to give um all the property you know to, to all of us just like uh there's a you know, myself and then like seven grandchildren and he got dementia when he was hey, older Callie. and he had a neighbor oops sorry yes hey, hey cal let 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 james talk right now because james picked sure, up sure. stuff yeah so he'll I'm ask if seeing, he needs any i'm other. seeing there's uh there's several men uh leaning up against that wooden fence and they're uh, discussing the new crop because they don't see all the development. They're still uh, working with something uh, before 1860, I feel. And, wow. Uh, yeah, they're, they're farmers and they're discussing the land. And right. the fence itself has a connection to them. Uh, or maybe it's a replacement fence, but they're they're connected there. There's three of them there. Let me uh, let me see if I can uh, help them along the way. Um, yeah. And I feel like there's been some negative vibration going on where. Things are breaking or not working very well? Yes. Yeah. Okay, let me... Here we go. Um, Okay, we're lifting them up. They're pretty nervous. Okay. It's as though they don't even realize they're dead. Wow. Oh, another one. <laughs> we and had that at my house this week. We're bringing in the angels. And the angels will take them personally. Michael, Gabriel, and Raphael. They're uh, very concerned about their families. Uh, 
<laughs> they didn't realize their families had been gone wow. for over a hundred years. Wow. Okay. Well, the three angels took them on. Your your property and your your home and everything around there, the mechanical things and such, uh, should start functioning a little better. And I don't think there's going to be as many things breaking or damaged as there has been in the recent past. Cool. It it, it should Thank be a lot nicer around there. It, awesome. It, I, and the two dogs. You got two dogs. Two, uh, two. We have one dog. We have we have one dog that's a she's half German Shepherd and half uh, Blue Heeler, and we've got one cat. But we've got thirteen goats, and we've got like I don't know a bunch of turkeys and chickens. Who's is there? Has there been another dog around that your dog's been not so happy about? This is what I feel. Yeah, there's she's she's on a she's on a on a clip, and it's like she's kind of our our guardian of the front gate, you know, so to speak. But it's like everybody else just lets their dogs run loose in town, and she lets us know, and she barks every time another dog goes by. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, she won't let the other dogs come around. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, she's she's a pretty good guard dog. She is. She's really good. She's really friendly, but it's like she she we call her the dog bell because she absolutely lets us know when things are going on. Yeah, yeah, that's a good deal because some of these other dogs uh, would cause problems with your animals. Yeah. Okay. How about me? Well, thank what you. Happened? Hey, I hope you enjoy that. Hey, what was that? James, just did you yeah. ever find Ming? Can I Ming, ask what happened to Chizok? Yeah, Ming. Can you pick up Ming? Ming is her cat. It's been, is yeah. Ming back? He took off right before he was, it, my my, one, my son was going to take him and show him at 4-H, and literally like three weeks before fair, he took off, and we don't know what happened to him. It's like we've we've asked, you know, around, we put up a lost poster, um, you know, nobody's nobody's claimed to see him or anything, um, but we've had somebody tell us that you know he's off visiting sick people. Like, I mean, he disappeared on us when we lived in Idaho for like three years, and then when he he came back, he went back to the address where we had been, and he knew the lady that was still living downstairs. He jumped in her arms, and it's like, and she called my daughter, and my daughter went over and got him, and sure enough, it was him after three years. You know, we thought we'd lost him then. So I'm just kind of wondering if something like that has happened here also, if if he was around, I'll just say visiting, because there's a lot of older people here, um, a lot of, you know, kind of shut-in people, and I just kind of wonder if he got into somebody's house and they're just not letting him out or, or you know, where in the heck he got off to. Because I, I feel like he's been shot. Oh, okay. How long ago was this? Say that again. How long ago? Um, How long he, dis- he disappeared. He disappeared in July. He disappeared about the first week of July. Yeah, I feel like he was shot uh, in the woods, and they just left him late. Oh, cranks. Okay. Is there? A, do you feel the spirit's gone, or do you feel it's still here? It feels to me as that, that the vision I'm getting is that the spirit lifted right out of the body and just kept rising. 
Okay. Good. Okay. Just that should give you some closure anyway. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they go to the same heaven as we go to, but they go somewhere. Right. Probably better than where we go, don't you think? <laughs> because they really know <laughs> unconditional love. <laughs> All right, Kelly, yeah. I, I hate to, to move on after this, but I, I want to define Ming for you. And I, I, I thank you. You know, I, I wanted to make sure that you, you know, yeah, you could, you could, you could have some closure there. So, all right. Yeah. Thanks, Cal. We love you. And all listen, right. you're, you Thank can you. start having fewer oh, mechanical problems. Yeah, <laughs> I appreciate that. that. That's awesome. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks. Oh, bye. You know, I love Kelly. Bye. I know she's going to listen. And she's always looking for her husband up there, too. And we haven't been able to. Did you see her husband? I'm, I, I put her on hold. So I should go to the next caller, but I know that's what Kelly's also been worried about too. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I didn't get a sense of that. Well, she okay. couldn't have one of the three None of us. for the intense defense, but I didn't get a sense of that. No, yeah. What else do we have? Oh, we have a lot of people. So I'm going to go to 973. 973, you are on with the specialist. Hi, Mid Group. Hi. Hi. Hello there. Yes, happy Tuesday. Thank you for having your show today. Oh, you're yes, welcome. We Please say your. We love. I love having you guys. Uh, who are we speaking with? Uh, my name is Tina from New Jersey. Hi, All Tina. Right, Tina I'm, ha I'm handing you over. Go for it, James and Cynthia. I'm talking too much. <laughs> what can we do for you, Tina? Oh, yes. I wanted to ask about a relationship and business. Go for it. Well, let's ask one. Yeah, yes. let's ask one thing at a time. So go for it, Tina. The okay. one, the, mo the most, the most important question to you. Okay, thank you. I would like to ask about um, my relationship with Christian. Christian? Christian? Yes. What's his middle name? Do you know? No, he doesn't have one. Okay. And uh, Tina, what's your middle name? Uh, Nadira. Nadira? Yes. Tina, Nadira, and Christian. Okay. One moment. So how long have you been dating Christian? For a little while. Because I feel like he's very much in love and planning to stay with you. Aw. How about that, Tina? Great. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah he's planning to stay. Uh, um, has he asked you to marry him yet? Not yet, but I'm excited. Yeah, I, I feel he'll be getting to that. Uh, maybe not immediately, but not that far off. Okay. Oh, my gosh. 
You better call this show, Tina, and let us know. Okay? Absolutely. That is, yes. Yeah, you better make us part of your party. Yes. Yeah, but is there anything else you see that I need to know? Well, it it may may be two or three months before he asks, but he will be asking before six months. Oh, I love that. And you want to know about I love that. Thank you for loving it. Yes, I'm my business. I'm in the process of opening a business. There's a business opportunity, I feel. Yes. Is this this is your own entrepreneurship? Yes, sir. You're the entrepreneur? Slow start, but it'll do well. Oh, great. Oh, that's fabulous. Yeah, a slow start, but it'll do well. Yes. Oh, Oh, that is awesome. Tina, I think on this Halloween, you have gotten the answers that you have been dreaming and hoping for. And I know most people who are on that want to ask the same question hope they get as great an answer as you. So I am going to move to the next yes. caller <laughs> and have a great. Oh, how do you reach them? Okay. Um, we have a, Tina. A five eight six. Oh. Yeah, my phone number is 586-773-1861. You can call me direct. The web do you have a are... yeah website? Go ahead. Yeah. JamesShaman.com, all one word, J-A-M-E-S-S-H-A-M-A-N.com. And you also have another one. Yeah. Okay. T-I-M-Success-1.com. So that's T-I-M... S-U-C-C-E-S-S, the numeral one. Okay. Thank We're going to give the number. and Thank you, Tina. Okay. Uh, well, I have to tell you, I am going to um, your number out there. And again, if you want to call James or Cynthia, they do this for a living. You can go to jamesshaman.com, J-A-M-E-S. H-A-M-A-N dot com. Am I correct? There's two S's. Hello? Okay, James Shaman. J-A-M-E-S-S-H-A-M-A-N dot com. His number is 586-773-1861. Again, they do this for a living. They're sought after everywhere. So just call if you need to make an appointment. Um, is that what you'd like them to do, James and Cynthia, mm-hmm. is call and leave a message? Yeah, call. And uh, yeah. if we answer, fine. We'll, we'll make some arrangements or they can leave a message and we'll call them back. Okay. So everyone, I know. 
Go ahead. And you can certainly send a text to our phone as well. And you can text them okay. also. I if you I think if you just um, also you can Google James and Cynthia McDab. They also come up. I am going to take seven one three. You have been waiting. You asked if you could come on. Hi. Hi, Bonnie. Hi, James. Hi, Cincinnati. My name is Candy. How are you today? Hi, Candy. Hi. How are you? Hi, Candy. Thank you. Hi, Bonnie, honey. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm so happy Um, you're off. Are you kidding? Go ahead, please. (laughs) James, I was wondering what you could, since I was wondering what you could see for me today. Okay. What? um... Give us your first and middle name and birth date. Okay, it's Candace Ray. And it's six fourteen fifty nine. Okay, one moment. Sixty nine. Six fourteen. What what year, dear? Fifty nine. One moment. Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, we're seeing that you have, I'm, I'm seeing like you have this challenge with your personalities. And I'm seeing more than one. Mm-hmm. I'm a Gemini. Yes, you are. And you're bouncing back and forth. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the challenge with the Geminis is sometimes um, a bad habit occurs in that one personality is prominent and the other is on vacation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which, whichever one is prominent, and that's the one you're stuck with, whether you like it or not for that moment. But I want to recommend that you do some some meditation yes. to blend both personalities into one personality. Yes. Because like the one one of your personalities makes things better while the other one doesn't quite do the same thing. Right. It's just so in, in one in one breath you're making things better and then the next breath you're tearing yourself down. Mm-hmm. And, and it's very important to stop that because you're okay. teaching other people. You're teaching other people to treat you poorly. Oh, Can yeah. you do me a favor? Can you do me a favor, James? Tell her the personality that was helping me put up banners and setting my show needs to come back. And that other personality that isn't needs to go away. <laughs> okay. It's actually the essence of, even though the one personality isn't quite as sweet as the other, it is still your essence. Yes. And when you blend, when you blend the two personalities together, you become your best potential. Yeah. Because each of the personalities are blending in a oneness. 
and bringing your best potentials to the surface. There okay. was a there was a uh, a Star Trek where Captain Kirk thought his soft side was too soft, and he had some sort of an inner wish of separating his soft side from his hard side. And when he did that, both personalities were so unattractive, nobody could stand either of his personalities. But then when he blended both (laughs) personalities back together again, he was that wonderful man that knew what to do and everybody loved, and he was a great soldier, a great leader, because he blended his personalities. Okay. So I love I'm getting, that. It's a, I'm getting what he's saying. Yeah. Through a breathing technique, you can blend both sides of yourself, but you must envision it in your third eye as mm-hmm. you are breathing deeply in the light and out with confusion. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Um, James, I was wondering if you could see where my kitty cat Percy's at. How long ago has she been missing? Two years. Oh, my goodness. What was her name again? Say her name. Percy. Percy. Okay. Mm-hmm. I feel like she found herself a new home. Okay. Okay. And and I'm seeing a neighborhood as though I'm up in the sky, and I want to uh, suggest, does your house have a black roof? Yes, it does. Wow. Okay. (laughs) So from the black roof, from the black roof of your house, directly north, about five blocks, practically in the same location of the neighborhood, that's where she lives now. Okay. And I, I don't know if uh, they let her out at all, but it's about five blocks north of your house. Okay. And it's just about in the same, same, uh, very close to the same address. Okay. So I'm Are they taking, taking care, care of? Well, oh, you want him back, don't you? Oh, well, okay. she's being taken care of, you know. I yeah, mean, she's, that's all that I, yeah. Don't you being taken care of? I just want to, you know. Yeah, she's, yeah, very, very happy, happy kitty. Okay. And um, I have a question, uh, something for you. Um, gee, does Red um, Gerber... Daisy mean anything to you? Say Red Gerber? Red Gerber Daisy. There there was red daisies. Deep red. red. Well, I can I can see that. Yeah, I I've, I've seen that around your staff. Oh. Red daisies. I'm not sure what that would mean. You're seeing red 
daisies around my staff. I, I, Are you talking about his sure. shaman? About his shaman staff? I know his shaman yeah. staff, but I've felt it. There's red daisies around it right now. Well, we'll have to look into that. You'll have to look into it. It's like something new. Okay. You know, Candy is an unbelievable reader. Yeah, she's an unbelievable reader. She's my angel reader, guys. And she hasn't been on for a long time because her other personality came back out. So I'm waiting for her to integrate these personalities. So she comes back on the show. In fact, Kelly and her were my angel girls. So I, I, I know I'm shocked that she came because she's, you know, usually not here. She's uh, napping or something. But uh, what I feel, if she gives you a message, you want to write it down. She's really that good. So, so Candy, are you seeing anything well, I've, for I've Cynthia? Talked, I've talked with James before. I know his staff. Oh, okay. Oh, you have? Yeah. Okay. okay. I talked to him about a year and a half ago. Okay, Candy. Yeah. Um, so, all right. Skype? Do you have it? Pardon me? Pardon me, James? Candy, did you and I Skype about a year ago? Yes, sir. Okay, I know who you are. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wow. Yeah. And okay. Thank you very much. Yeah. Do you have anything? That's what my, you know what? I love my show because whoever calls in that gets, uh, gets, uh, you know, energy exchange from you, if they get anything are going to give you the same. So I love that. Did you, do you pick up anything with Cynthia? Cynthia, do you tinker? Tinker? Yes. <laughs> I thought, you know, I thought she said tinkle and I'm thinking to myself, Come on, Candy. Don't do that on air. But no, I know Tinker. Because <laughs> they, um, they're, showing, they're showing me, like, making Tinkridges or um, herbalist stuff. Do you do that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have. Mm-hmm. Okay, they're showing yeah. me that. Maybe that red daisy has something to do with that, too. Maybe it's gonna. there's something in it that... Helpful. Yeah, I'll look into some that. Type of salve or some type of a salve some type of poultice salve or something. Yeah, that's what I'm picking up. It's used maybe the maybe the essence of that flower. You know, they have flower essence therapy, mm-hmm. and um and, and I had somebody on the show that did it, but she didn't do. You know, she wouldn't tell us what it was. But there's books on flower essence therapy, and I use flower therapy deck cards. So it's interesting. Look up that red flower that she's telling you, the red uh, daisy, ginger daisy, because I'm sure there's a meaning to it. I will. That's exciting. Thank you. I I feel like it will help James's throat. Ah. Thank you. That's beautiful, Candy. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was concerned about your throat the last time I talked to you, too. Well, thank you. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for the uh, all right. meeting. Blessing. Bye bye. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Lots of love to you. Bye, Candy. Love. Bye bye. Love. Bye. Oh my gosh, she's such bye. a sweetheart. Seven oh. 
She's really a sweet girl and a sweet angel. Let me tell you, people wait online to talk to her. So I'm really happy that she gave you that. I don't know what she was, the red. You're going to have to look this up, guys, because I'm telling you, it's going to mean something. Are you going to use it? So 708, you are on with my shamans and mediums and everybody else that's here. Hi. 708. Hi. Who am I speaking with? Hello. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to pass you by. Okay. If you do not want to talk and you're just listening, just don't answer. 303, you are on with the shamans, medium, and psychics. Hi. Hello. Okay. That is what is, uh, and then, you know, we're having trouble with blog talk. So let me see if I can get back on. Okay, James and Cynthia, we're going to do something that we, we do a lot, and I'm hoping that you um, that you would be on board with us. But we are going into chat, because chat's such a wonderful place. They all are in my chat room. And because they don't call in, because they're mostly just like us, we give them short, we, we always fool around and give readings from chat. So if I call out a name, uh, or are you in chat that you can see them? But if I call out a name, will you be able to feel their energy? Probably. More okay, so likely. the first one. Okay, the first one I've got is Becca. Becca G. Becca G. Is there anything you want to know from Cynthia and James? I'm going to look and see what. Or Becca G. Just move. Where did you move to, Becca? She moved to. From Connecticut to somewhere. <laughs> so, Becca. Okay. Can you pick up anything on Becca? Becca G. Waters. New Mexico from New Hampshire. She moved to New Mexico from New Hampshire. And what would you like to know? Can you write me a question, Becca? Oh, I know. When is she going to sell her house in New Hampshire, because she moved to New Mexico and the house wasn't sold. Will our house sell? There's a spell on the house. There's a spell on the house. Ah! And uh, it's, it probably won't go until the spell is broken. And how can she, she yeah. she's all physical? So how does that work? Do you want her to get a hold of you, or do you think you can break it while you're here? I think she needs to get a hold of you. I think we need to work together on the phone uh, to do this. This is um, somebody intentionally trying to block the sale as a jealous response to something that she's into or something that she's done or Someone she's connected to is jealous somehow, and it may be simply because she's moving away to somehow a better situation. Okay. Yeah, yeah. She should call me direct, so maybe we could Skype uh, or uh, use FaceTime or something like that, because this is um, a, a serious matter. 
Okay, Becca, you heard that. So can you give them the name again, please? I mean, the number, please, because I'm, I'm on a different screen than you yes. are. So can you give them your number? Go ahead. Yes, 586-773-1861. Okay. Yeah. And is there anything she could do now that would help? Well, if she's in uh, she's in Mexico, it's it's hard for her to do anything about this. Um, the Saint Joseph statue comes to mind, of course, but still, the new, new, she's in New Mexico. Broken. Okay, right. all right, but Becca, you've but got the number. Go ahead. Yeah, have her call me. That that'll be the best thing to do. Okay, Becca, you've got that message. Next message, you've already given Candy, Crystal Bowles. We have Crystal Bowles in chat. So, Crystal Bowles, can you give me a question or something that you're thinking about? Um, she's a sweetheart. This is another great, great uh, one of my chatters and friends in the chat room. So, Crystal and Gemini and Nancy. Please, if you can, come so that I'm, when I call on you, you already have your question out here. So, Crystal, is there anything you'd like to know? Okay, Gemini Moon. And Nancy Ray. So, if you if you write if you write me a question, I can ask them. I'm just, okay, here's Nancy. Will I ever move or will my mother-in-law in spirit keep us here? There, <laughs> here, there. God. This is Nancy Ray. Nancy Ray. Okay, let me. Do you want me to ask her where she lives, guys? Uh, well, she's living here. <laughs> According to where the mother-in-law wants her. Say, will I ever move, or will my mother-in-law in spirit keep us there? One moment, we're working on it. Okay. She can overcome this, but she has to stand up to the mother-in-law in the sense of she's no longer a child and should not be treated as one. And the mother-in-law is not giving her uh, any recognition as a, a mature adult with uh, intelligence and wisdom. The mother-in-law was probably very restrictive on her when she was alive and continues to feel that same idea on the other side. The, the challenge is the mother-in-law doesn't even need to be here. Um, let me see if I can help the mother-in-law move along. There's okay. That's what I would do. Yeah, let's... Let's help her move along because um, 
she's actually she said she never her knew her. Son. Right, but she's inhibiting her own son and his development. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. Now this is a, a two angel job. <laughs> oh God! Mother-in-law's. You need my angel. <laughs> We're getting two angels in on this here because this girl is. She said, "I believe that." Yeah, yeah. She's she's pretty tough. She's trying to anchor herself here, um, but she's interfering. She's interfering with the free choice and life. She doesn't need to be here. Okay, I feel this is out of the way now. I removed the mother-in-law. Wow. And you should be able to communicate with a friend out in this area, or maybe even the uh, real estate agent. And I recommend picking up the statue of St. Joseph and put the statue on the center shelf in the house. Whatever closet or shelf might be closer to the center of the house, take the statue in there, and that's not what other people do, other people bury the statue upside down in the yard, but I feel that's a sacrilege. When I sold my house, I had 400 houses for sale, exactly the same price, all in the same neighborhood. I put my St. Joseph on the center shelf in the closet, asked him to help me move this house along to someone who would appreciate it. And the very next week, wow. after being on the market for several months, the very next week I had two offers on the house, and I accepted one of them, and the house was sold, and they even offered me more than I had it listed for, and we were out the door working with wow. the, well, Nancy... the center. Yeah, and Nancy's don't bury saying it thank you. Yeah, that I never heard of burying it. She's saying, That's thank okay. you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, this will help her out. The mother-in-law's out of the way, and now her and her husband can get on with their life. And they can sell the house I, and that by a natural thing straight. Well. Do you have any, do you feel like it, do you feel any time frame? How soon will it sell? Well, I would say within two to three weeks, they're going to be getting some offers but they got to get that uh, St. Joseph on the center shelf as soon as possible. And as Nancy is saying, will her husband agree to move now? Yeah, because the house will be sold. <laughs> well, Nancy, you might want to put up the house up underneath him, and then when you show him how much you got for it, he'll want to sell it. How about that? I've done that before, so uh, I can tell you that you could do that. Because I mean, what the heck? You could sign it, or you don't have to sign it, but put the house up, girlfriend. And uh, and I yeah. think that's really funny, um, Nancy. You got your answer, so 
I don't know whether you're putting your house up or you're not putting your house up. Is your house up for sales? What I'm uh, what I'm thinking about because if she says, well, my husband agreed to move now, maybe the house isn't even up for sale. So if you yeah. want to sell it, girl, you know what you got to do. You know what's really no, funny? I got. I got, okay, so we have Gemini Moon in there, and I'm waiting for you, Gemini, because I always love giving you um, readings from chat, but I don't see, it might be that, you know, we're waiting for Blog Talk to get over their issues. So uh, either Crystal Bowles or Gemini Moon, I'll be looking for your answer. Uh, here, okay, I didn't think this would happen for a couple of years, is what Nancy said. Maybe instead of two to three weeks. You just you just have to decide what you want to do. So um, anyway, what I do want to ask you is, what's really funny, guys, is I got the same. One of my friends, who's a psychic medium from the UK, said to me, "Bonnie, are you thinking of moving your house?" And I said, "I'm always thinking about moving, but what? No, my husband doesn't want to move. We were not thinking about it." And they looked at me and said. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if that changes. So I'm waiting. Do you feel I'm going to be leaving this house? Guys? I'm not getting I'm not getting anything on that right now, Bonnie. Bonnie, what's your middle name? Yeah. My middle name is Lynn. I'm not either because we I didn't think we'd ever move. But Lynn, my name is Bonnie Lynn. Mozenter is my maiden name, and Albers is my married name. In about a year. In about a year. It's not that it's going to start talking uh, sale right away, but in about a year, there's a very strong possibility for the move. Okay. That, thank you, James. That's okay. funny because he's my my husband has looked to retire and not retire but going into a different phase of his job. So that 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 would make sense. Now let me ask you a question. You've written a book, guys, and James, your book was used on Saturday night here. You, um, uh, I don't know if you knew this, but Bob Apple. I don't want to use his last name, but Bob bought your book. And he uses a lot of, he went into a symbol that you have in your book. So can you tell everybody the name of the book, why you wrote it, and what it helps us with? Well, the name of the book is the uh, 21st Century Spiritual Guidance by the uh, 21st Century Apostle James Little Eagle Standing Strong. <laughs> <laughs> that's you james yeah. that's me little eagle standing strong now i um i wrote the book not as a story but with some meditations that can help you to learn how to meditate a special meditation that can teach you how to go out of body uh, prayers to help you get in touch with your spirit and your spirit guides. I rewrote the uh, Lord's Prayer because I didn't wait, didn't like the way the Catholics wrote it, and I didn't like the way the Catholics wrote the Hail Mary prayer, so I rewrote that too. And I 
also put things in there like so many people are depressed or bipolar. And I discovered that the problem with depression and bipolar comes from the traumas that we suffer. And each time we suffer a trauma, it affects our brain chemistry. Wow. So I, I put a special meditation in the book to help rebalance the brain chemistry that has gone out of balance as a result of traumas. And an explanation you know, of forgiving the... Yes? Uh, you know, I, I tell you, I love that you... Go ahead, James. I think we're, 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 I said, I love that you wrote that about traumas because I'm telling you, I don't know anybody and I know you don't either. Is that, you know, I always think I, uh, that people escape any trauma in their life, but they don't. So trauma can be something very tragic to someone, but also traumas can be caused by other people that we don't, we don't realize are traumas, like insults and, and nasty bullying and all that kind of stuff are total trauma to our system, as well as losing, you know, loved ones, pets and all that. So uh, from one gamma to the other, I love that you wrote that because people don't realize that trauma happens in this life form. It does. Yeah, and it has a great effect on the emotional center. Yeah. And then you in, end up becoming, you know, uh, mentally out of balance because the chemistry is out of balance. And the reality is you can learn to forgive those who have imposed on you. You can begin to remove the problems that have grown within you and then learn to I meditate love that. and repair the damage. You know, the, the uh, I psychology world won't accept this as a means of healing, it got me off the uh, psychotropic drugs when I was manic. And my psychiatrist <laughs> were quite surprised, were very surprised that I was able to accomplish this because they say nobody heals. Once you've been manic, you're going to be a depression patient for life. Well, that's not true. <laughs> Because I no. repaired my damage caused by these traumas. Well, and I that's think that's my book. I think that's fabulous, James. It's a great book. Also, you have some symbolism in there to help people protect themselves, and and and, and I love that Absolutely. because you, you know I always yes, believe sir. in cleansing and and protecting. How much? Can I ask a question? Um, how much? Do you feel we have to protect or cleanse? Like I, I, I know probably a lot of us don't do it enough, but don't you know? I always feel that if you call on your archangels and you call on your, you know, your guides and your gatekeepers and your God, which, which, whoever you want to, the universe, you know, God, life form, not form, universal form, spirit form, whatever. Because I don't get into religion or anything like that, but. Uh, don't I, I always feel that it's okay to to do that, you know, once and in the morning. But why do you have to continue doing it? That's what I don't get. Because if you call them and ask them to protect you and cleanse you, shouldn't that be enough once? 
Well, I'd like to I'd like to think it should be enough, except it isn't. Uh, some of the <laughs> yeah, I know, but I why? From, well, according to the Ascended Master's teachings, we're on that 24-hour cycle, and the protection must be renewed every 24 hours. Okay. It only that's a great guideline. Yeah. Do you have any? Oh, I didn't think about that. You know, you know, they call it the Great Central Sun. Who calls it the Great Central Sun? The Kabbalistical people. Kabbalistical magic works with the Great Central Sun, and it's older than Moses. Well, is that what they mean by the Great Central? Because. Yeah, because somebody said well, the who, he, they used to. Go ahead. Well, there are several suns. The sun that is in our solar system is sort of like a great grandchild of the great central sun. So as, as the universe continues to expand, there's new suns, new planets, new solar systems. And the great central sun still exists at the core of it all. And uh, I don't know if we can ever get to the central core, but we call to the great central sun to help us affect our, our magic and our energy okay. of helping the earth evolve. Well, because I, I know, a, yeah, I know a friend who is a shaman, so he, he was in a, a mm -hmm. ashram for close to eight years and I, I, I feel like I remember him using the word, the great central sun, and something about the monad. So I remember, I mean, it's coming to me, but, uh, but do you suggest, before we go, do you suggest, and I want you to tell everybody again how to get a hold of you, and I also want to tell everybody about the show we're doing in, 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 um, in another hour, but can I ask you, is there a prayer that you open with, and we didn't open with it today, but that you want to close with? Is there a certain prayer that you use all the time for protection or for clearing? And can we do it before we go? Well, I'm always calling on my spirit guides, and I do it like this. Why, spirits, great warriors, and archangels. Please guide and walk with me on this path I am on. Grant me wisdom, psychic and physical protection, accurate insights, healing abilities, awareness and authority to continue to subdue dark energies and constant and continuous growth in the confidence of the Christ consciousness. The Morning Star. Oh, I like to start my day with that. I love that. I love that. I think that is beautiful. And I want everybody in in that is listening and everybody that is in chat and people who are on the line to know that this is a fabulous couple. They work for the good of you all. And they will help you, James and Cynthia. There isn't anything they won't do as far as helping you get through 
and I love that we, we could go into more discussions about all different uh, paranormal existences and and uh, UFOs, and I love that, and I hope we get to do that soon. But if you should need James and Cynthia, they are the MIB of here. And I can tell you that there are very few that do what they do. There are very few that go beyond where no one wants to go. This is James and Cynthia. And we haven't even touched that on the show. But I do want you to know that uh, they are around for you. This is their business. And again, I would like you to uh, either order his book. It's a, it's a really nice thing to have. And also, if you need their help, here is their number. Go ahead, James. Okay. My phone number is 586-773-1861. And my website is jamesshaman.com. That says J-A-M-E-S. S-H-A-M-A-N dot com. And there's another website. It's the paranormal and it's uh, pimsuccess1.com. It's P-I-M-S-U-C-C-E-S-S, the number one dot com. And we take care I... of paranormal things on that. And, well, uh, I mean, gosh, <laughs> you told us you told us the best story that you could have. For Halloween, all I kept thinking was the movie that was on television. I'm going, oh my gosh! And I would think I would, I, I don't know what I would do in that case. Although I have had things that uh, that happen, I do want to thank you because helping me clear this house because I do the show at least four times a week or three to four times a week. Uh, it, and I didn't realize, you know, I don't, I can see but I don't feel sometimes. So you have helped me out greatly with the, some strange things that were happening here. For everybody, I have I have myself used Cynthia to ask them. They're the go-to people that I ask when I need the right answer. So again, James and Cynthia are going McNabb are going to give you the answers. It might not be what you want to hear. It's what you need to hear. And uh, I am so happy again that you have joined me on the show. I am going to be on Ghost Call Radio just this evening. Uh, I'm going to try to start like a night show there. I think it's, it's a really, I'm looking at that genre. I don't know what I think about it yet, but I love that they are so receptive to me and they run the board. So everyone, if you want to check me out today, and James and Cynthia, because we're going to um, we're going to do this show, and then I've got my angel girl coming. So if you want to check this show out, I just can't tell you how to get there because they don't tell me. But it's ghostcallradio.com. If you go and you look see me on it, and so please join me there from three thirty to four thirty Eastern, and let's chat. I'm gonna just pull the chat lines open. So again, have a great day. Happy Halloween. Don't scare too many people. And just remember, the veil is thin. Thank you guys very much. You are, you rock the house whenever you come. Even though we have had blog talk issues, you have made it through. So thank you guys. Thank, thank you. you. We enjoyed it. Thank we you. certainly have fun with this. I love it. So me too. So next time we might be just talking about all the UFOs 
and universal others that do travel with us. So have a great day. I can't wait till you come back, guys. And just keep us safe out there, okay? We'll do our we certainly will. <laughs> All right. Bye. You're welcome. I'll sit an hour. Bye. Okay. Lots of love to you. Bye for now.